God. <laughs> Almost died right there. Welcome back to the Side Conversations podcast. It's me, Kevin. I'm here by myself today. Uh, make sure you go check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Side Conversations podcast. Check out the Instagram at Side Conversations podcast and check out the Twitter at Side Convo. So we're going to start this off real hot today. Uh, I'm actually still in my work uniform because I just got off work, but I just had to talk about it because it literally blew my mind. So I went to go eat earlier and uh, when I went to go eat, I picked up a sandwich that I was going to save for later. So these sandwiches, I mean, it's it's very distinct that it's a sandwich and it's wrapped up for later use because it has like a tin foil, uh, you know, uh, cover over it. So I, I get one. I bring it back to my work area and uh, it's just a regular day. You know, nobody's really doing anything. Everyone's kind of just minding their own business. And I have, you know, my hat, which I leave and it has my name in it. So you can tell it's mine. I mean, it's very obvious. The only way to to not know it's mine is to totally disregard my last name being across it. So um, I put my sandwich inside my hat and I lay it down and I, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm walking around, talking to people, doing some work here and there. And I step away from a, uh, for a second. And uh, later on, my buddy comes up to me, you know, we're, we're sitting down. I'm finally next to my, my cover again. And he's like, hey man, are you going to eat this sandwich? And I was like, yeah, I'm saving it for later. And, you know, he starts, like, messing with it, and he's like, come on, man, like, you sure you're going to eat it? And I was like, yeah. He unwraps it, and someone had taken a bite out of the sandwich. Let that settle. Someone took a bite out of my sandwich. Now, that has just got to be one of the most disrespectful things I think I've probably ever experienced. Think about it, right? This wasn't just like a mistake. Like, you would have to, like, who <laughs> who thinks about that, right? So the process of events, right? Process of events is someone is walking past the sandwich in my hat and sees a sandwich. And they're like, oh, that's a sandwich. I'm hungry. I want the sandwich. Someone walks up to the sandwich, sees that it's in a hat, picks up the sandwich, revealing my last name, and then being like, mm, not a big deal, takes time to unwrap it, bring the sandwich to their mouth, take a bite of it, and just be like, mm, not as good as I thought it was, or, wow, this was great, glad I took a bite of it, then had the audacity to wrap it back up, put it back in my hat, and then just walk away. I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but that's that's what happened. And, and it, it got me heated. I mean, think about that. Imagine, if, to help put yourself in my, in my shoes, imagine you go out, to dinner and you go to the cheesecake factory right you're like oh i love cheesecake you know so you get the last slice of the your favorite cheesecake right and you you go home and after a big meal and you're like you know what i'm gonna put this in the fridge and later on i'm gonna tackle this thing like right when i'm feeling hungry and i got the perfect sweet tooth i'm gonna tackle this thing it's gonna be the best thing ever i can't wait to eat this cheesecake 
Then you come back two hours later when you're ready for the cheesecake, and then you look at it, and someone has taken a bite of it. And and it's not that... It's, and then it, think about it like it, it's not like you're in a room or a, a house full of people. It's like you live alone, and someone took a bite of it. And you're like, dude, how did this even happen? And why would they do that? And then no one's willing to tell you who did it. And you, you, why did you take a bite of it? Why didn't you just eat it? Honestly, I wouldn't have felt bad if they just would have ate it. If they just would have ate it and be like, sorry, I was hungry. I'd be like, you know what? Whatever. People get hungry. I get it. But to literally take a bite and then put it back, you have to unwrap foil. Do you know how hard it is to unwrap foil? Like those things are fucking origamis. So, or origamis, origami, it is origami. It's, it's a lot of wrapping, whatever it's called, okay? It's like fucking complex wrapping on Christmas Day. They have to unwrap it, look and assess the sandwich, take a bite, and then put it back together. That takes time and a thought process. You don't unknowingly do that. That, it, oh, man. That just threw me through a loop. And I just had to put that out to you. And that's why I'm still wearing, you know, my work uniform. Because, I mean, I just I just had to bring this up. I had to put it uh, on the podcast. But anyways, now we're going to move into the hot topic that uh, seems to be going on for the past two weeks. And that's correct. If you're reading the title, it is about Area 51. So, um... Apparently, I mean, it's as simple as it sounds, somebody had started up a Facebook page called Storm Area 51, They Cannot Stop Us All. That's right, everybody. You heard it correctly. Gen X, the most technologically advanced, fast-paced generation of our time, instead of trying to stop climate change, you know, working on antidotes for sickness and curing cancer... Instead of doing all that, we've decided to break into Area 51 to quote-unquote see them aliens. Yeah, so I mean, obviously it kind of started out as a joke, I'm guessing. You know, um, I saw it a few weeks ago as like a small little thing. Like it was just a a Facebook group. Someone was like, you know, let's storm Area 51. Because I mean, you can tell it's satire. They said, we will all meet up in Area 51 Alien Center, tourist attraction, and coordinate our entry. And then it says, quote-unquote, if we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Which, obviously, if you watch Naruto, it's when they put their hands behind their back and they sprint at, like, the speed of sound. They're super fast. So, obviously, you know, it was kind of like satire. Um, And it was only, like, a few thousand, and then slowly it grew to 200,000, 300,000, 400,000. Now the statistics. The people who are slated to go to Area 51, to not just go there, to invade is 1.5 million people. 1.2 million people are interested, and it's been shared over 186,000 times. Now, this obviously started off as a joke. I'm assuming. I mean, I I would assume it starts off as as a joke, right? Who's really going to try to burst into Area 51, you know? Uh, Heavily guarded, you know, use of lethal force is authorized. I mean, it's a death sentence, but... You know, it started off pretty small, um, but it, it grew to this thing, and, and then it started getting out of hand um, when people started actually taking it a little bit too serious, you know, like, 
it started up as a few pictures here and there, you know, a few memes. We we've all seen the memes, which in my opinion are hilarious. I mean, I cannot stop laughing at how creative some of these are getting. They're hilarious. But people are starting to actually create battle plans. Like no shit battle plans to try to invade Area 51. And and it's getting out of hand and at first, at first glance, it's it's no big deal. But when you start looking at the complexity of these things, people are having like ground advancements, air advancements. They're taking flanks. They're drawing crazy battle plans. Now, in the U.S. government's eyes, I mean, if I was you know a government agent when this was all happening, I would laugh in their face. I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's pretty funny. Like you guys are hilarious. Uh, whatever, you know, another stupid joke. But once you take it to battle plans, I feel like that has now stretched from satire to, okay, maybe something might happen. Now, do I honestly believe 1.2 million people are going to show up? Absolutely not. If in the rare case, 1.2 million people show up without being detected by the masses, without, you know, federal agents being tipped off or anything like that, the... I mean, in that case, yeah, I mean, but it'd be pretty wild. But, I mean, we have heavily guarded military and contracting, so I doubt anything would happen. But the thing is, is now that it's gotten so serious and the line between fake and real has pretty much been blurred out, I do honestly believe we're going to get a handful of people you know, and by handful, I, I could mean upwards of thousands if, if, you know, hopefully if we're lucky, hundreds only that take this seriously and will actually try to make a move on Area 51. And do I think that is smart? Absolutely not. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind that those people will be met with force and if, you know, necessary deadly force, which is, you know, sad but i mean it's very very true it's a very real thing there's signs posted everywhere um it's gonna be a shit show no doubt so if you're listening to this and you think that it's a good idea to try and raid a heavily guarded military base i'm just gonna tell you now it's not and you're probably already on the watch list i mean think about all these people that they're probably looking into just so many people are just hit the radar you know um and I mean, man, it's just, it is just getting out of hand. But the fun thing is, you know, celebrities are, are popping into it. They're making the jokes. But what they don't realize is when they're making jokes too, they're actually spreading, you know, like, oh man, maybe we can do this. You know, there's somebody out there. I'm telling you right now, there's definitely somebody out there who's planning to do, to do this. You know, they're, they're like, yeah, I'm going to put, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And now the whole idea behind it. I, I can see why, you know, it was such a random time, I guess, you know, maybe, like I said, it was just a joke that got a little too out of hand because it's Area 51. I mean, when we think about Area 51, of course, we think about the aliens, the spacecrafts, the conspiracy theories behind it. But all in all, we don't know what's really, you know, behind those doors. I mean, you can't even get within like a mile, I think, of it before, you know, you, you have guards you know, rolling up on you in pickup trucks and they're forcing you out of the area. There's signs telling you, you know, if you cross this point, you're you're open to a, a lethal force. And a lot of people are really p 
pushing that line. Now, let's just dive into what it could be. Now, do I believe in aliens? You bet. Do I think aliens are real? You bet. Do I think aliens have already made contact with humans? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Are there aliens in Area 51? No. Not, not, I do not believe that there are aliens in Area 51 because, here's why, they tried to hide the existence of Area 51. Uh, the government tried to hide Area 51's existence for a very long time. They denied that it was real. They denied that it ever existed. They were like, this, doesn't, this isn't real. And then later on, they admitted, they were like, okay, there is a place called Area 51 where we do military testing, weapons testing, you know, all this stuff, and they just kept it military, military, military. And people, that really drove the um, conspiracy theorists to push like, oh, okay, well, if they're hiding it, then that must mean there are aliens, there are spacecrafts, there are this and that. But in my, in my opinion, I think that was all on purpose. The government, if the government wanted to hide aliens from you, they wouldn't even let you think, even have the opportunity to think that aliens existed there. I honestly believe that Area 51 is the biggest decoy of all time. That's what they want you to think. They want you to think, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Maybe there are aliens. Maybe there aren't. I don't know, but we're going to keep it a secret. But really, they're off somewhere else, maybe in like Ohio, where no one would suspect it, you know? Just doing their thing, testing you know, having contact with other extraterrestrials. I don't know. I know that sounds crazy to people, but think about it. If if the government's, you know, and, and all these conspiracy theories, like I said, these are all conspiracy theories, but if people really think the government's as shady as it really is, do they? Do you really think they would let you, you know, get the one up on them and be like, okay, there are possibilities there are aliens in there? No way. Absolutely not. Now, do I believe it's for testing? Probably, yeah. And Going inside Area 51, you might not know what it is. You know, now let's just say the conspiracy theorists are right and that is there are aliens in there. What what are you doing? What's the purpose of going into Area 51? So, yeah, I get it. You know, you're there to see them aliens, but <laughs> what are you going to do when you see them? Because the thing is, we don't know about aliens like we just don't understand them so like if it is true and if it really is a containment facility or it's you know a research center that means there's professionals who have been studying the body they understand the mind they're trying to build relate we don't know if we're building relations with them we don't know if we're you know trying to find a super weapon to beat them like what happens if you roll up in there into Area 51 and, you know, people keep saying, like, we're going to liberate the aliens, we're going to save the aliens? What happens when you pull up in there and dudes are, like, there's an alien playing poker with the security guard? And he's like, uh, can I help you? What are you going to do, Vandy? Maybe we're trying to build relations with extraterrestrials. Why would you come in and just ruin it? And you just show that humans suck and we just cause violence and we just ran up into their house, you know? Or... You know, in the worst case, what if you pull up and you're trying to release an alien, but the reason it was in confinement in Area 51 was because it was dangerous? You know, last thing I need is some freaking alien face crawler running around putting eggs down my throat 
while we start a whole new alien invasion. So that's what I feel. A lot of people, if they do, you know, say they do, which I heavily doubt they will make it inside Area 51 to, you know, um, these facilities, if there are alien life forms, what do you what are you going to do with them? What if they're friendly and they just want to hang out and they're just there willingly to help out humans? Or what if they're dangerous? You're going to bust out a dangerous alien who's going to, I don't know, figure out how to send a beacon home. And the next thing you know, we got the newest AVP predator, you know, alien versus predator movie taking place in our backyard. Yeah, no thanks. No, thank you. I, I don't want that. And another thing I keep seeing is like, oh, we'll take their technology. But dude, are you kidding me? What? Some of y'all don't even know how to iron a t-shirt, and you think you're going to be able to fly a UFO? Yeah, right. Hell no. Some of y'all couldn't even boil spaghetti, bro. And y'all want to take, what, laser cannons? Dude, you're joking. You wouldn't make it. And we don't know what what goes on in there. You know, that's just what it is. If, if we were able to break into Area 51, what are we really going to do? You know? And if we did break in and we did make it out and we did pull aliens. So, let, you know what? Let's just dive into another one. What if we there are aliens that are being held captive that are, you know, friendly and they're like, oh, you know, they're holding us captive, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what are you going to do? Invite them to your house? You think there won't be a whole search party of highly trained government officials tracking you down? Like... What, what are you going to do, like, you know, some, you're a 16-year-old kid, you stole an alien, you, like, bring him home, you're like, hey, mom, you know, check it out, I mean, he's going to be kicking with it, kicking it with us for uh, a while, you know, can he sleep on the couch? What, what if he doesn't sleep? What if his species does not sleep? What, what does he eat? How are you going to keep this man alive? Like, what are you going to do? Like, what if he, what if him and his planet and his people are into, like, weird stuff where, like... They eat cats and dogs, and then you bring them home and he eats your dog, but like, what, are you going to feel bad? Are you going to be mad? What are you going to do, kick him out? Then what? You just let an alien loose. It doesn't make any sense. And a lot of these posts are getting into, you know, some people are trying to get frisky with aliens. What? Why? How are you going to do that with an alien? You don't know what you're getting yourself into. You don't know how they do it. What happens if down there they don't they're not on the receiving end? They're only on the giving end. You don't want to be that. You don't want that. Uh-uh. You think it's all fun and games till till the aliens trying to take some cheeks. Uh-uh. And then what happens if if you do like the what are you going to do have an alien baby? You don't know how they do it. What if like it's one of those aliens that lays eggs and you end up having like 800 children that all look like you but have like tentacles or something weird i don't know you can't what are you gonna and if you what do you we would not be able to comprehend what's going on it would literally just cause a just a mass hysteria i mean would it be in the history books oh yeah there's no way the government's going to be able to cover that up if it really did happen there's no way That'll be written in stone for thousands and thousands of years. You know, it just, 
I don't think it's possible. The, the reason I don't think it's possible is just because it's a military base. Now, a lot of people keep asking my opinion on this. Do you really think the government would go to such a length to stop um, an intruder on Area 51? And the thing is, if I've been doing a lot of research on it. And I, if you watch the videos of people who pass the line in Area 51, you'll see a very common trend of what these people call, uh, it's like camo guys or something like that. They're just, they're basically dudes in uniform who drive around in white pickup trucks and they come by and they just do like, they're just doing outside perimeter patrols. So they'll come by, they'll tell you what, they'll ask you what you're doing here. You know, they'll tell you to turn around, get out. There's no option. You can't drive any further. Just turn around and get out. Don't come back. Now, I, I've seen videos like that. And then sometimes when people go a little too deep, they pull out, you know, their pistols. They're like, get out of here. You're not allowed here. Don't go any further. And then, you know, once you break that small barrier, then they start patting you down. They start figuring out what you're doing here. So there's an outer perimeter and then it just higher and higher rules of engagement you know they just get almost looser and looser and looser like if you're al almost at like the front of the barrier they're like hey just turn around you shouldn't be here then once you break that barrier they're like what did i tell you like you i know you saw the signs get out and then once you get a little too close i mean guns are coming out they they could shoot you i mean once you pass a line i think it's almost before you're like a mile out or a mile in, they're telling you lethal force is is authorized. They could just shoot you out of random and just tell you, you know, without even giving you a warning. So, you know, and if it's like, like I said, if it was just like a one or twosies kind of thing, they'd be like, hey, man, just don't worry. Just turn around. We'll forget this ever happened. Just get out of here. But speaking from a military's perspective, if you are coming in an excessive amount of people, that sounded so terrible. That wording was awful. <laughs> so if a massive force shows up, yeah, that's a lot better. If a massive force shows up to a military's front gate and you guys are using battle formations, you guys have weapons... You know, I assume you guys would have weapons because I know you're not about to storm military base barehanded thinking that's what's going to cut it. You know, then they feel threatened. They took an oath to secure this base. They took an oath to follow the rules. And, you know, they have top secret clearances because they're guarding stuff that's top secret, whether that be aliens, you know, an armory, weapons it could be secrets it's it's anything but regardless they took an oath to defend it and you showing up showing a threat i mean you give them they have you've pretty much checked off every green box for them to just be like you know what you, you just gotta do it now do i think that they would pull triggers on thousands of people i would hope not but at the end of the day i mean if you're an opposing force i mean the the oath we take is sworn to defend any enemy foreign and domestic. And if it's domestic, you know, you're threatening national security by trying to break into some place that's top secret. 
So I have zero doubt in my mind that, you know, something wouldn't happen, that something would happen to you. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you're going to be, fa- if you survive, you know, if you survive and you get taken into custody, I mean, I, you would probably be processed. I mean, felonies out the wazoo. I mean, you'd never, you'd be neck deep in fines. You'd probably be in prison for a while. They'd lock you up with the worst of the worst, you know? And uh, you thinking that they won't get all of you or stop all of you, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. I mean, we're talking about miles of security in and out, and whether it be below, if there is a beneath, there's security posted. You're talking about a pretty big radius of a no-fly zone, Air Force intact. I mean, they're private planes probably, too. If they really think about it, if they're really guarding aliens, right? If if a facility sponsored by the government is really guarding safe housing aliens, do you honestly think that they don't have enough weapons to destroy you? You know, that's where people get it all messed up. Now, uh, like I said, I believe that this is all just a joke. I do believe that Area 51 is a joke. Started off as a joke, will end as a joke, but unfortunately, unfortunately, there are the ones and twos that will show up, and they will, they will not be tolerated, and it's gonna be pretty ugly, you know. Uh, when does this say? When is this supposed to happen? Friday, September twentieth at three a.m. That's when they're gonna do it. Now that's, I mean, you're really pushing it. But, I mean, if that's what you really think is going to happen, I mean, by all means, man, I'm not going to stop you, you know? I consider it just natural selection. But just understand what you're getting yourself into. But, for sure, though, I mean, if we're going to talk about the positive things that come out of the uh, Area 51 ordeal, you know, uh... I think that the memes, above all else, have totally hit the mainstream. I mean, I've seen all of them, and not one of them is not funny. I mean, it is hilarious, you know? And uh, there was one of the uh, <laughs> of the Joe Rogan podcast, which, I mean, huge shout-out to Joe Rogan. And if any of you guys follow him or watch him, you'd know what I'm talking about. He's, like, a huge advocate for, like, smoking weed and, and, and DMT and he always has this like surprise meme of him and he's like talking to an alien. It's, it's like one week after the Area 51 raid. You know, Joe Rogan's like, have you ever tried DMT? And the alien's on the other side of the podcast and he's like, oh, from this solar system? And, you know, Joe Rogan's all surprised and, you know, there's some super, super funny stuff, you know, that you, you can find on here. Uh, if you want to go look at the page, now keep in mind, I am not an advocate for this. So if you think that you'd show up to this because of me, uh, yeah, that's not what hap- what's happening because I am not condoning raiding a military base uh, on this show. Uh, but you can find it on Facebook, uh, Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. That is the tag. Follow up and just, I mean, look through the account because, I mean, you're going to find some very, very interesting stuff Uh some stuff that's probably going to baffle you. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, they like when I tell you they have battle formations, I, I mean it. 
they've like color coded an entire system of of people who's gonna do what uh when they're gonna do it It, it's getting serious it is getting very very serious so my best bet you know my my advice to you is is keep up with it keep an eye on it because i mean it's a bunch of laughs like i said it started off as satire it is a bunch of laughs i mean it's nothing but funny but if you are honestly thinking about doing this and you really believe that this is going to get you somewhere, hey, man, good luck. You know, just, uh, I don't know, shout out my podcast if you uh, if you actually, you know, make it in there. If you do get an alien, though, hey, if you do get an alien, comment, like, subscribe, message me, because I want to know what it's like. You know, if you get like a pretty cool alien, hell, let me know. I want to talk to him. <laughs> so one thing to uh, wrap up the show that I always like to uh, shout out at the end is the uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline at uh, 1-800-273-8255. You can call the same number and press 1 when it dials for the uh, Veterans Crisis Line. You know, this is something we see all too often uh, is people taking their own lives or thinking that uh, there's really no hope left. But honestly, there's hope in somebody. So, you know, if you feel like you have no one to talk to, there's always someone right next to you, whether it be a friend, brother, mother, daughter, sister, cousin, uh, anybody. You know, you can always reach out to someone. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. So there's no need for that. You know, there's always room for improvement. Uh, Being able to look at yourself and assess yourself and having your friends by you, uh, you know, it's a big help. There's always a support system out there. So... Don't be afraid to dial uh, that number. Once again, that is 1-800-273-8255. Other than that, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Side Conversations Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Side Convo. You can find us on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Side Conversations Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Ray DeAnda. Yeah, feel free to DM me questions that you want to ask. Oh, actually... Glad I mentioned that because we do have a few questions. First question. Are you a Chevy or a Ford bro? That's from Ryan Vallejo. I really just want to know if you're asking me if I am a Chevy or am I a Ford? Uh, Unfortunately, I am neither one of these vehicles. Um, I don't run off gas or diesel. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm just playing. Now, I, I never really got too much uh, into uh, cars, you know. Uh, I never really got into to, into trucks either. I, I, but, I mean, if I had to whip one, I would definitely pick that Silverado because, I mean, that thing whips. And I've seen, dude, they got hella space. The new Ford, though, it's got, it's got plenty of space. So I don't know. It, it's just nice. But, no, to answer your question, I am not a uh, four-wheel drive uh, vehicle. All right, yeah, so that's the one question we got for this week. If you guys got one, shoot them into my DMs and I'd be happy to uh, answer them for you. Other than that, I'll see you next week. Peace.